Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. And I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I'm grateful that you'd be willing to spend part of your evening with us tonight. I would like to introduce uh, Larry Greenwood. We appreciate you coming and sharing your story with us tonight. Uh, good to have Happy you. Happy to be here. Um, why don't you just start in and tell us a little bit about your Mormon background. Well, um, I was uh, born here in Salt Lake. Yeah. Um, uh, went to all the Mormon church functions yeah. and uh, my active. Uh, your par parents were active, parents were they? Parents saw to us that, that uh, we went to church. Yeah. And, uh, and just did all the normal things that a young Mormon boy does, Cub I guess. Scouts, huh? Boy Scouts, yeah. um, <laughs> ironic priesthood. Um, Deacon, the, teacher, and priest, I guess. Right, and all right. That. I, yeah. I was ordained, I yeah. think. Did you ever take it? seminary? I had I, two years, I think, of seminary. Yeah. Old Testament, New Testament. Feel like you learned much there? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're kind of young to, I guess, um, get exposed to a lot of stuff, but... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I remember being there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I, I, I was very fortunate. I, I call it ADHD. I was kind of focused on certain things and couldn't focus on other things. Sports so. and girls, maybe, <laughs> or something? Uh, fishing, no, and, fishing and, and, and ball. Okay. Well, so what kind of uh, your family, though? You had brothers and sisters, and were they active? And I have two brothers, four sisters. Yeah. Um, that we were all uh, in the same family. We all went to the same place and yeah. all did the same thing. Yeah. So uh, now your parents, I I noticed in in talking earlier that your parents went through the temple later after some of you were a little older. I was I was about twelve, I think, eleven yeah. or twelve, um, and then I have a younger sister. The, I may not have been born yet. I'm not sure she was yeah. uh, babe in arms or whatnot. But the, all of us except my older brother uh, were invited to be go through the ceiling. Uh, my older brother could not attend that. Yeah, I want you to t tell us about that. I, I remember hearing this a little bit. Tell us why he couldn't go. And he's only 16, right? He was right near right 16, or 16 and a half, something like that. Yeah. Uh, he after work had a job after school after school yeah. at, a, at a filling station yeah. and so he got paid for that yeah and he made twenty dollars a week or something and he did not tithe on that so Didn't pay his tithing so during the what do they call it the interview bishop's interview yeah um they found out that he wasn't worthy to go to the temple and be sealed uh to his parents and he I just find that so shocking and surprising that he would be, would, was he ever sealed to mom and dad? Yes, then? yes. He later, uh, I think, and I'm not sure of this story, uh, <laughs> if it was when he was, he didn't go on a mission, then when he got married, they went through, the, it was a, a temple wedding, 
Oh. And they may have done the sealing at that time or shortly thereafter. I'm, but he I'm was sure. always aware that he hadn't been. Oh, absolutely. He was. He he was the compliant <laughs> child. Oh. Um, so of the family. Of huh? the family, but it, what, what what makes it interesting is that he was the one that could not participate in temple ritual. Wow. And that was, uh, I guess, the family talked about that. Were they a little disappointed? No, but I remembered it. I mean, yeah. it, it was very clear in my mind. Uh, uh, it's kind of surprising because I wouldn't think a 16-year-old could be. It just seems strange, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so what happens in uh, in high school and so on? Are you still active? And then, then what happens? Uh, in high school, um, socially active. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, one, my best friend in high school was a Baptist uh, kid, so really? we we hung around. But he was socially Baptist, the way yeah. I was so, socially, you know, Mormon. 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 So he went to his his uh, uh, functions on weekends. I went to functions and invited him to yeah. scouting activities and. Yeah. I don't remember if dances were included in that, but <laughs> but uh, and we hung around and talked with all the neighborhood girls, you know, did all the neighborhood stuff, yeah. bicycles. Well, bicycles. I, I know you're young at this point, but do you have a sense that the church is true and that Joseph Smith's a prophet? Y you know, the answer to that is no. Really? I, I never, ever pretended to be anything but a skeptic. And Even I, at that, I mean, you're thinking back as you were then. Right, right. You know? I enjoyed asking questions, yeah. and and my mother was kind of responsible for feeding me some of those questions. Really. So, I would talk with. I, I had a fairly close relationship with my mother, and uh, so while we were peeling peaches and <laughs> uh, you know doing that, yeah. the, the the home stuff, uh, we would talk. What and, kind of uh, questions were there? Oh, if I can remember the uh, who are the three Nephites? You know, oh, you, know, you, know you know, just you know, the the the. the Where are they and what are they doing? T tell me about polygamy. Tell me about you know uh, what. I, I was not prepped in any way. You know, just yeah. just the childhood questions of yeah. why don't we talk about who was. You know, and who was Grandpa? Who was? Uh, what? Where did Grandma come from? You know, family issues, and uh, that, that led that led to polygamy questions. Yeah, you had polygamy in your family, right? Didn't know it at that time. Oh, uh, I, I, I found out later that yes, I do. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay. And uh, some interesting stories that were all suppressed and all, you know, not. Oh, I wasn't wow. old enough to know. Yeah. Okay, but, so you, uh, you, you get out of high school, and then what happens? Um, when high school graduation time came, uh, my dad sat me down and said, uh, Son, I'm tired of feeding you. Oh, dear. You're <laughs> going to have to make it, you know, support yourself. Time to, time to grow you're, up. You're huh? grown, you're, yeah. you're, you're, now my brother was living at home at that, my older brother, four mm -hmm. years older than me, was living at home at the time. But uh, I qualified for <laughs> for the for the speech for the discussion. I so uh, um, I got thinking about and you know we I'd been through at high school the military uh, the ROTC. Uh, no, no, the, but the, uh, in the, the at career day you know they have oh, the different yeah. uh, military people come down and say you can make a career in military and yeah. uh, main thing was they would feed you 
provide your clothes, mm. provide you something to do, and teach you a, uh, a career. Yeah. So uh, I took advantage of that, joined the Air Force, oh. um, and went off to see the world. Wow. And it was there, were you active during your military time? Um, I attended a few church services. Um, they took me to Mississippi to, to, for training. Mm -hmm. I, I attended a few, there was a LDS ward house just off, off the base we could walk to. Oh. So I walked down there and, and of course we're not really welcome there. Uh, the you weren't welcome at the LDS church? Well, we were officially welcome, but oh, the oh, these, you mean these as military. Yeah, the, oh, okay. we, these the families had uh, children and oh, teenage okay. girls, and they didn't like the military. <laughs> yeah, I never felt really comfortable oh. in a welcome there. I see, maybe thinking you might steal away the girls to for for something. There or was whatever. never. Uh, would you like to come? Uh, over to the house. Over to the house for dinner, <laughs> or you know, it was oh, none that's, of that. That's so, too bad. So we, we sat there and yeah. uh, sang the songs and listened to the service, and then went went back to where we oh. came from. All this time, you uh, kind of partially active, I guess you'd call it. But did you did you f still feel like you were a member of the church? Of course, and yes, had that basic concept that the church was true. You're saying you didn't have a, a strong testimony. What what? What did you have a testimony about, or anything? <laughs> I, no, no real, I, what I would call it, a strong testimony. You know, okay. it's just, well, just your who you are. You know, now, was mom, go I'm ahead. sorry. Was mom and dad disappointed at this? Were you? Do you, you feel? Yes. You know. Yes. Of course. Okay. You know. You know. If if. If I had, a, you know, when I was 18 and had uh, a job, yeah. if I decided to go hunting over the weekend, you know, Saturday and Sunday, mm -hmm. they let me know that that was not the correct thing to do. You're the, breaking the, the Sabbath, and yeah, yeah, okay. And, you know, the, the correct thing was to do whatever they were they wanted to do. <laughs> All right. So after <laughs> so, the military, what happens? You come military. Home? Um, four years in the military. I'm now wow. what, 20, 22 about. Yeah. Um, I got a job down in California and uh, attended a little, a couple of church services down, down there. Um, again, never felt comfortable or welcomed. Hmm. So um, then stopped going entirely. Wow, for how long? I got married. We had, one of that, probably six, eight years. Really? Long, long time. And did you marry a Mormon? No, my my wife was pretty much a heathen. Uh, she <laughs> <laughs> she had uh, um, a grandmother who was a, a Christian yeah. who had some influence in her life. You know, she had the grandma who was loved Jesus and read her Bible and whatnot. So, yeah. um, but, but and she had hung around her church friends. Uh, girl going through high school, but she was not really. Uh, so we were both pretty much he heathens at this time. Okay, well, you, I hope you don't <laughs> get in trouble for that comment. But uh, she's oh. <laughs> certainly come. She's certainly uh, she's a good uh, Christian lady at this point, and she uh, is, she yeah. is indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just so you can go home here tonight. Yeah, no. uh, so, so 
one thing that you was kind of interesting in talking to you earlier was that you said that uh, your wife thought that there were some strange things in the Mormon Church. Uh, yes, and, you th and you went ahead and tried to show her, teach her that no, these these things weren't strange. Right. Uh, it, you know, I I took the Mormon uh, standard answer that there's nothing really strange about our religion. In fact, we're uh, the uh, the real Christian church and. Uh, uh, Try it, you'll like it. Come, come, you know, come get acquainted. And so, uh, when she was started looking for some spiritual investiture, you know, in input mm -hmm. into her life, yeah. she started reading different books and and uh, some strange uh, quasi. Uh, Church, church things. So was I this said, in Let's, California or here no, this in Utah? Was, we at this time lived in uh, Kansas. Oh, wow. And okay. so uh, I said, let's go to the Mormon church and uh, you'll find out that it's not weird at all. And so uh, we got dressed and went to church. It was a Mother's Day mm. uh, when we got there. Um, can't remember if they had sacrament meeting first and then uh, I don't remember the order of the service, yeah. but anyways, the, we went to what would now now we call do gospel doctrine class or yeah. something like that. Yeah, gospel doctrine. Um, and it, since it was Mother's Day, they spent the whole thing, whole class, the whole hour, <laughs> hour talking about Mother in Heaven. Oh my! And uh, we both looked at each other and said, what is that? Had you ever heard that before? I had, I had no knowledge that this was something that the church uh, taught, believed. I'd, I'd never, I, all the Mother's Day services I had ever been to was having how many women here have five children, how many have six children stand up, you know, yeah. and the, the one with the most children got the biggest applause. <laughs> that was Mother's Day, you know, for me. What you remember, huh? But, but Mother in Heaven was, uh, I, I was, was difficult so for you, me to, uh, so to even you, think about. So you had to agree that that was kind of strange? I thought, I thought it was very strange, yeah. and, and I think she may have said something like that and she was right I, you know I, I don't remember there was several things that she had said to me you know that they believe yeah. you know Jesus and Satan are brothers you know some of this kind of stuff and no we don't believe that stuff really yeah. she pointed out that one I, well, I things like that yeah you know? and I, I said well we got to go try and see well, so, the interesting thing about the mother in heaven is it isn't ever said anywhere we kind of back back door or back up into that concept because we have to assume that uh, since we're married in the temple for time and eternity, God had to have been married in the temple right. for time and eternity and he had to have a wife or at least one, probably many, mm -hmm. and so there has to be a mother in heaven. But the Bible and Book of Mormon, no one ever talks about mother in heaven that, I, right. that I'm aware of. I know we, there's one song that the, the right. mentions uh, the mother in heaven, but that got you, and and Jesus being the brother of of Satan, you didn't think that was a Mormon doctrine? No, you hadn't heard no, that one. I, I didn't know that one. <laughs> I, and you know, just just the she had studied a, enough; yeah. she knew some things. And you know, I I thought it was just a church where people got together and yeah. loved on each other. Which it is. Yeah. Well, so tell <laughs> us now more about your Christian walk, or what's happened to bring you around uh, to becoming more of an active Christian. Well, th that story.
proceeds, we uh, tried the church that she wanted, you know, oh, okay. wanted to go to. Yeah, uh, uh, she was invited by a neighbor to a local church, so we went to that church, and uh, she came home one day. I call it all born, it born again. You know, <laughs> she, she was totally changed. Wow, just had a great experience, just like bam. Wow, and you were aware of it; you could tell immediately. And what what happened after all this inactivity? I guess on her well, part. <laughs> what happened? Well, everything rushes all all to to your mind. What's happened? Yeah, it's just it's as if she's run off with a ma another man. You know, she's uh, got the spirit. Huh? Totally different. <laughs> oh, so was, was it? Wait, excuse me. Was it good? I mean, you were happy yes. for her. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Uh, it was good. She was changed. So, excuse me. Oh, you're great. Is that something you felt like you wanted to participate in, or? I wanted to understand. I wanted to know. Yeah. And uh, but also, it was kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> what's happened? Yeah. Who did this? You know, you know it's. Uh, you, you, your, your mind, I mean, it's hard for a man who thinks he's in charge of his life yeah. to all of a sudden have, have his wife totally, totally change. Well, so without spending, anyway, I mean, me. I, yeah, it's, no. It's an emotional what, thing. Did she uh, learn something at church or she just turned her life over to Christ at that moment? It's almost... Uh, yes. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, it was more of a you you talk about the a born again experience. It, yeah. it was that's what it was. Well, one thing that's been interesting to me is that concept of Jesus and Nicodemus when he says you must be born of water and of the Spirit. Nicodemus understood that to be birth, and that's a one-time event, isn't it? And for her, that being born of the Spirit was a, a one-time event, mm -hmm. and and changed her life. And so you wanted to find out what this was all about. Well, I had to. I mean, yeah. you, you, see, you, you have no other option. You're going to get left uh, behind if you don't. <laughs> so, well, it's your, it's your family, and yeah. and it's been there's it's it's upheaval. It can be it's both good and bad. Yeah. You know, all the good things are good, but the bad things are terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, so did did you start studying then and learning what she had experienced? Uh, we started going to church to the church where she was saved, kind of regularly. Yeah. Started learning some of the issues, talk to some of the people, yeah. um, and um, I was, I'm very slow, very uh, methodical, very uh, scientific in deciding. You're not going to jump into so anything. It, and it was probably a year, two years that I attended church, and uh, then one day there was um, a seminar coming to town called Bill Gothard mm. Seminars. Um, popular back in the 70s or 80s, somewhere in there. So I um, went to the seminar. It was a week-long seminar. So we, you know, you go and they talked about everything, you know, uh, who God is, what the Bible is, how it came to be, what God says, just, just as, uh, and, uh, you know, everything that has to do with religion. Yeah. What what the cults are? What uh, you know, just everything? It was it was a whole year's worth of sermons, wow. that, and it was very good. So 
at the end they had a uh, uh, decision time you know if you'd like to um, be a part of this you know raise your hand accept Christ as mm -hmm. your Savior and right yeah. so I did now that that's the moment I say I became a Christian <laughs> um, but it was late much later like 15 years later till I felt comfortable defending Christianity really and trying to explain it and, and as it relates to Mormonism yeah, because you know you're, you're permanently a Mormon when you're born into Mormonism. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I was trying to get. <laughs> it sounds like you kept trying so, to go back, trying to defend well, it to well, your wife, and trying to make an effort to but, find your place in in Mormonism. Right. But uh, backing up just a little bit, how did you feel going into this Christian church? Did you notice a difference between that and Mormonism? The Mormon. Well, church? yes, I I felt very estranged from from the. The whole thing, you know, and and naturally, Mormonized. You have this brick wall. You you uh, you do not listen. You do not hear. You do not see. You know. Mm. So so there's a natural wall towards anything outside the Mormon Church. That's that's just ingrained in you. Yeah. So it took, took and at least it was to me. It took a long time for the be able to see and hear. Yeah. Uh, what what Christianity meant, and uh, you know, and I had to go through the whole com complexity cycle of how complex it was to finally get to the point of how simple it was. <laughs> it you is know. simple, isn't it? it? It's absolutely simple. Yeah. But, uh, and, but I I had to fill in all those bricks and bricks and bricks until I finally saw there's a building here. Uh, you know? And tear a lot of bricks down probably right. in the process right. of studying. And, so, yeah. anyway. Did you feel as Jesus, uh, how did how did that change for you, your concept of Jesus? Well, in, in uh, Mormonism, Jesus never really existed. You know, we are the Church of Jesus Christ. We're the Church. Oh, it's Jesus the God. church, isn't it? That, so that, that's the... And, uh, and a lot of it's we're doing our own work, and we're kind of so making our own headway. And, right, right. Yeah. and we, the church, yeah. Jesus Christ is kind of an adjutant to all that, <laughs> but it really has no other than the name of, you know, we pray. Kind of always right. at the end of a prepositional phrase, right. it seems <laughs> to me like, uh, so now as a Christian... Well, you know, you, you, you get the idea that, and, and the way I put it, that, that Jesus is God, but filtered to where we can approach Him and talk talk with Him. Yeah. God is so awesome that that it's terrifying to even conceive, try to conceive of the Creator of everything. Just incomprehensible. And, and you know, when when you start looking at bi the biology and uh, geology yeah. and astronomy, and you know, you say everything. And this God put it all together. I mean, I, it's, you gotta be terrified to even, you know, you don't approach this this person. I, I say, you know, ten thousand supernovas <laughs> is God. You, I, you know, God is not approachable. I've so. I felt the same thing. Even the, the transition was <laughs> so, different, but it it was definite but, that to have a respect and love for God. But it, but He gives us this picture of Jesus as a human as God. That God, we can relate to God manifest in the flesh. Right, right. Yeah. So, so that's that's the answer to your question. What do I think <laughs> about Jesus? <laughs> Jesus is the is the face of God for for humanity. Yeah, and so he means a little bit more now to you than he did as a Latter Day Saint. 
Well, he, he, we can relate to him. Yeah. He relates to us. Yeah. That's that's the, the story yeah. of, of the Bible. Is, uh, well, speaking of the Bible, that's always a question I like to ask. Has the Bible meant anything differently to you? Well, yeah. It starts taking hold of your conversation. and um, uh, Something I'm working on right now, uh, the, the Bible, you know, the verse is God will not be mocked. Is that a Mormon one? You, you know, every Mormon have to knows that, one, that one. Yeah, God will not be mocked. Oh, well, yes, that's in the temple. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, it is. And and it, it, it's used to frighten the LDS people to not divulge. Divulge. Well, uh, you look that, it's in Galatians, it's 6 7. Mm. And I wish every Mormon would would read it and try and understand what it, where it comes from. It's also in the, uh, well, it's not in the Book of Mormon, it's not in the Pearl of Great Price, but it is in the Doctrine and Covenants, and it's used to um, put teeth into the financial affairs of the church. You think that's what God will not be mocked in these things, yeah. and uh, you, you buy stock in my in my uh, business and that that kind of stuff. Yeah, so. well, that was one thing that bothered me a lot was this the whole concept of hypocrites. I, I knew how Jesus felt about hypocrites, and I, I, once I started learning truths about Mormonism and things started falling apart for me, I knew that I couldn't uh, continue to be a hypocrite, believe one thing, think another thing. It, uh, yeah. Some people have been able to put, them on a, put things on the shelf, they say. But I don't know how that's that's possible. Well, we've got just a couple of uh, few seconds or minutes here, oh. a minute or so. What okay. what would you say to the Mormon people that uh, might be listening well, tonight? Well, if, if I had a chance, I would say, uh, ask a question. Ask a question. And and if I, how do you do that? I'd say read one book of the New Testament. Yeah, any, anyone in particular. You know, well, I'd say John, but John. but but I don't care any any book, and then just, just make it yours, Bible. and then start. You'll write down two or three questions yeah. that that appear to you, and then start talking with people about what, if, what, whether they're an good questions. Bad. It'll take you through the whole Bible. Yeah. You know, if you talk, if you find the right people. If so, it really goes but the it. first thing is give yourself permission to ask a question. Find some something to ask a question about and do it. And and uh, well, that's good advice. That's I hope <laughs> uh, I hope people will pay attention to that because yeah. I think that's one of the th disservices that Joseph Smith did was to put doubt in our mind about the Bible. So. Well, Larry, we appreciate you coming and sharing your story. It's gone very fast, <laughs> yeah. but we appreciate you sharing your story. Well, and uh, enjoy being here. We appreciate you watching tonight. Uh, hope you'll remember you're choosing between the Gospel of Joseph Smith and the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Good night. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an Ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Thank you.